Hello and welcome to In the Weeds. We're recording live from the Picky Weeds Esoteric Occult Boutique, located just south of Clark Summit, Pennsylvania, in beautiful South Abington Township. Picky Weeds is the largest and most diverse boutique of its kind in Northeast Pennsylvania, with an increasingly wide variety of items for many traditions. In addition to items for sale, Picky Weeds hosts a wide variety of classes, events, and community-driven gatherings throughout the year. Picky Weeds is located at 105 Layton Road, South Abington Township, PA. Open Wednesday through Sunday, 12 p.m. to 8 p.m. More information can be found at www.pickyweeds.com. That's P-I-C-K-E-Y-W-E-E-D-Z.com or on our social media channels on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. In the Weeds is the official podcast for Picky Weeds, where we strive to bring the community together with topics of interest, guest speakers, and informative discussions to benefit the entire community. If you'd like to be a guest speaker, either live or remote call-in, please visit www.pickyweeds.com. Scroll down to the bottom of the page, find In the Weeds podcast guest application, click it, Copy and paste the text into an email with your contact information and send it to us at pickyweeds at gmail.com. Now, now let's get, get in the weeds. the weeds. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 5.5, because it was necessary. So today we're talking about who the hell called the popo. <laughs> Somebody called the popo. On a little shop in Hanover, PA, called the Serpent's Key over Tarot. What do you think about that crap, John? I think Police Chief Chad is maybe uh, stretching himself just a little bit. <laughs> you think he's flexing? Yeah, it's protect and serve, not pr- you know protect and harass the shit out of. Personally, I think he's compensating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Tarot is, you know, they're calling it a fortune teller. They're they're positing it as if it's something charlatan-esque you know fraudulent and it's actually a very sacred practice to a lot of people in the craft and in paganism in general um it's something that most of us partake in and we practice it we either read for people read for ourselves or get readings done as a part of trying to keep a temperature check on what's going on in our lives and keep a balance so and there's lots of settled case law here um, with regard to this challenge hitting courts across the United States, and they lose. But they're stupid enough to keep trying it. Um, so tell us about some of those, John. Well, yeah, we can get into that. I just, you know, the fact that this guy took it upon himself, there's multiple metaphysical shops in Hanover, not just the Serpinski. Um, but for some reason, he picked that one. I don't know if it's the proprietor as a, a younger person, and he thought that was going to be easy pickings. Um, I don't know. Yeah. It just looks really bad. If that wasn't his intention, then uh, sorry, Chad, that's kind of the way it looks. It does. You know, it does. And, and it looks like that to all of us, or at least the vast majority of us, to single out one business and go harass them on an archaic dead letter law that is just nonsense to begin with. I mean, I get what their excuse is. And yes, there are fraudulent tarot readers. There are fraudulent fortune tellers, to use their lingo. 
Um, and we hear about it, right? We, we had a customer in a few weeks ago from New York City, and uh, she, she paid hundreds of dollars for a reading, and then this schmuck decided, hey, well, if you want to get the evil spirits off you, he'll charge you another X amount of dollars. I mean, yeah, that's some bullshit. But there's a difference between that kind of fraud and an actual person who practices divination. Yes. There's a vast difference. And to blanket everything because, well, it's not your path, you know, so who gives a shit? I'll just go uh, bully them. But, yeah, talking about case law, this law has been on the books in Pennsylvania since around 1861. I hazard a guess most of the other laws are right around the same time frame. But the ACLU uh, has taken a great number of them to court and won. Um, either had the laws repealed um, or everything just reduced to nothing. You know, they've, they've gone after other shop owners across the country um, and tried the same kind of crap. I mean, okay, so here's just a couple case laws. There's Mullins versus Richland, Virginia, 1999. Howell versus City of New Orleans, 1994. Daly versus Dixon City, Tennessee, 2004. Nefedra versus Montgomery County, Maryland. I'm not sure that was a few years ago. Uh, Wolfile versus Eastridge, Tennessee, 2011. It, it, the list goes on and on, and you don't have to believe us. It's a simple Google search for ACLU fortune-telling lawsuit and look at the websites where other small little shithole towns, sorry, but you're a shithole if you're trying to beat up on your, your business leaders, have tried to you know institute this thing and pick on people in the spiritual community. And some states, and this is what really chaps my ass, require the people reading tarot or doing mediumship to have licenses. Um, and last I checked, you can, if you're Christian, call yourself a preacher and put a church and a gas station on the corner. Oh, yeah. And nobody comes after you, and you get tax-exempt status. Yep. And guess what we don't get, folks? None of us, even though this is a spiritual practice— None of us get a tax exempt status. We got to pay the state and we got to pay the federal government, but the churches don't. And they do these things. They have faith healing. Come on. That's something, you know, that's something that's kind of outside the scope of what should be covered as tax exempt. If the, if in the same case, our Reiki healers and our energy healers and our shamanic healers are getting taxed. Why are these people not getting taxed? I mean, the only other, you know, pagan or maybe the Covenant of the Goddess or some organizations like that are actually filed under a nonprofit. Okay. But the vast majority of metaphysical stores are not designated as, as nonprofits or churches, you know. And not the readers. It, it takes yeah. money to do that, you know. And there's a lot of restrictions when you do that. Um, but th- the fact that they're going after a specific practice when they themselves are in their churches and they're offering prophecy and they're offering prayer and they're offering blessings and yet at the same time pass the plate for the tithing. Um, for God's favor. That's a transaction. That's yeah. a financial transaction. You know, and it's it's just insanity everyone has a first amendment right in this country to believe what they want to believe and it doesn't need to sound sound to the other person you know if someone else is of a different path you don't need to understand why i think the trees can talk okay exactly it's the same reason why i also don't think jesus was a white dude 
Exactly. I, I mean, let's look at the area and where he's from. So he's like the one white guy in the whole area. That's strange. Interesting. And he's blonde hair and blue eyed. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that like a melon, and I'm sure he was a red guy, and not not a white guy. But they accept yeah. that on face value for yeah. no problem. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Or, oh, turn into a pillar of salt. Totally believable. Yes, yeah, Ruth. My least favorite story in that book. Burning bush, talking snakes. Oh. Pfft. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Prophecy. I mean, let's talk about their their biblical commandments here and we're going back to the Jewish myth uh, mythos of it where it was emblazoned on 10 stone tablets. Well, there were a whole lot more than 10, but they only want to abide by 10, I guess. I don't I don't know. I don't Did you say 10? 10. Or 10. 10. Tan, 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 tan. Is that North Kakalaki? Screw you, Yankee. <laughs> <laughs> he had the tan stones. He had them tin stones. I'm thinking these guys got stuff written on corrugated tin or something. Wow. That's a North Carolina Bible track. Right ten there. commandments. Yeah. It's a commandment. Thou must do what I say, which is shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you know the flavor. <laughs> Oh, God. But, but, yeah, so this is just nonsense. And it, and it's a clear case of uh, an uninformed person in a position of authority uh, using that position of authority to intimidate. To bully. And that's not your job description, Chad. And she was a soft target. And last I checked, that's terrorist thinking. Well, So when you're looking for a soft target... You know, that's sort of a criminal behavior. Yeah, I'm going to pick on the little the younger person because I don't want, dude, you don't know this generation very well. But guys, I want to say this. <laughs> I mean, really, I want to say this. This is an opportunity. I want everybody for one collective moment to just stop being angry, stop being triggered and traumatized by this. Yep. And instead of fearing this, I want you to step into the fray because this is an opportunity for us to come together and test this at the state level and get this law thrown off the books. And that protects all our brothers and sisters practicing. Yeah. Contact the ACLU. They, yes. they have a remarkable track record. They're fantastic at what they do. And, and you, you, like I said, Google it. You can see case after case after case. They have gotten those laws repealed as, as, as they should have been. You know, it's, it's ridiculous. The government has no right to infringe upon spiritual beliefs. It's not stay in your lane, dude. Worry about right. license plates and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And can we talk about Chad and his affiliation with this Christian organization as a sheriff um, after what the George George Floyd incident? Yeah, after the George Floyd murder yeah. by police. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a organization between clergy, clergy leadership, clergy meaning of the Abrahamic version, because I sure didn't see any pentagrams there. No, and um, sheriff's association and uh, elected uh, public officials, uh, police chiefs. Separation now, I get it. State, I, anyone? I, I get what the the you know what they were trying to do, at least on surface value, is you know bring bring law enforcement you know down a little bit so that you know they're not trying to literally kill people uh, and apparently the clergy with all their stellar history of human rights you know of not murdering uh, all kinds of people is uh yeah. is a is a good source yeah. for a moral compass um but it just looks bad when there's someone paid in taxes by the entire community not just the abrahamic religion following community and you're uniting with one specific or you know, one genre of religion 
or spirituality, and now here you are marching into someone of a different spirituality, bringing an extra guy. And I got to say, look, the the young woman that owns Serpent's Key, wow, she's fantastic. Fantastic. She Absolutely. has got a, you know, with all of the vitriol and crap that she's dealing with, she's got a smile on her face. Her TikToks are funny. And she's got a great little shop, um, you know, that you, at least from what we can tell on TikTok, it looks like a great little shop. Um, and it takes guts. It takes guts to it open does. up one of these. So absolutely um, tip of the one to you because uh, she's, she's, uh, she's an amazing person. We need to test a bunch of these laws, though, guys. And this is how ridiculous dead letter laws get. So did you know you can't sing in your bathtub in Pennsylvania? <laughs> Mm. I sang in my bathtub tonight. Come get me. Is <laughs> <laughs> there a warrant for your arrest? I well, hope maybe so. for me because I can't carry a tune in a bucket. But <laughs> you, you, you'll probably be all right. <laughs> you can't ride your horse to a parking meter. Is that? You can't tie your horse to you a parking meter. Can't tie your horse. That's to only in Tarrington. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in Pittsburgh, you can't bring your donkey on a trolley. In Ridley oh my Park, goodness. you're not allowed to walk backwards and eat peanuts in front of Barnstormers Auditorium. These are all laws that are on the books. They're still on the books. Exactly like the fortune telling law. They are known as dead letter or archaic laws. So this guy cherry picked one of these bullshit archaic laws and decided he's going to go threaten someone yeah and ladies of morrisville you better not wear makeup without a permit yeah so you can see a lot of this and a lot of these laws have a lot of hatred and they're engineered towards you know poorer people um they're engineered towards controlling women people of other faiths and and people who are just trying to make a living um, it's it's really kind of disgusting, and there's a lot of these that we need to take to task. But the one that really shocked me, being a hillbilly um, from North Carolina, is that you're not allowed to catch a fish with your bare hands Better in the state. Better not catch you noodling. Oh, my God. What a travesty that is. No more than 16 women can live together under one roof. Right, because you might be a brothel. <laughs> <laughs> Could be a knitting circle. You don't know. Right? Have mercy. It's just insane. And, you, and Philly... The people are screwing up bad, putting pretzels in paper bags. Yeah, it's against the law in Philly. You're, you're going to get busted. Yeah. Now, if you want to see some great are the <clears throat> archaic laws, just uh, go to your friendly Google. Um, weird laws for every state, and it's not just Pennsylvania. They're, every state in the union has these archaic laws, and they are still technically enforceable, right? So this thing called discretion with law enforcement is what they're supposed to use. Right, yeah. sound discretion. How sound was reasonable that? Reasonable discretion. How reasonable was that? And so, on a nice sunny day, you just decided, "Hey, I've got nothing better else to do. Let me go to this young woman's shop and uh, kick over a hornet's nest." I'm going to flex while I'm wearing my badge and my pistol. You know? Yeah. I, I just don't. Flex. I don't get it at all. Yeah. And it was completely. Ridiculous. I mean, I remember back in the day, my I'm third generation law enforcement. When I worked with a city PD, we did business checks like 
at night we would go check all the doors of the businesses in the in the town and make sure everything was secure and there was no signs of vandalism or signs of burglary or anything out of the ordinary and if there were we we took action notified the shop you know you're there for the community and during the day we did foot patrol we knew every shop owner by on a first name basis when you saw a police officer coming it wasn't oh shit it was oh hey what's up Hey, whatever, Constable Whatever Jones. your name is, yeah. you know, and, and it, it was just that kind of a relationship. And I get that law enforcement has really dug its own <sighs> horrible reputation. And it's not like that stuff didn't happen back then. It yeah. did. Um, it's just now everyone has a camera in their pocket, so it's a lot more easy to document the bad apples. But most, most law enforcement officers are actually really decent people. Yeah. It's the problem is the five ten percent that are horrible, horrible human beings get all the attention, and yes. it makes it harder on everyone to do their jobs. Can you imagine going to work knowing everybody hates you? Yeah, and still putting on the uniform and going out every day because some jerk that you work with loves to beat people up because he's got a badge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and they pick on marginalized <laughs> communities. They target marginalized communities. It's that is not what they're supposed to be doing, okay? And this guy decided that, you know, he lives in a rural town. Who's going to know, right? I guess he's never heard of the internet. Right. Or TikTok. You would think. Um, it's it's just really, really sad uh, to see, especially the top cop, basically, other than the DA in that area, take it upon himself to personally do that. Is I it? mean, that's... That's horrendous. And you know she's going to open her shop every day with the, in the back of her mind is like, who who's going to harass me now? Yeah. You know, it's hard enough to open a pagan store in anywhere, USA, you know, especially in a rural area. Isn't there another case going on right now where she was actually charged with a misdemeanor for um, fortune telling? Her specifically? No, another, no, another, pers- so. another person yeah, in the I state of Pennsylvania. Yeah, there's another case in the state where, you know, the same kind of thing. You know, it, it's just it's just ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. It's like they're, they're allowed so much. Like the Christians are allowed to go door to door um, trying to gather followers for Jesus no without peddler's a peddler's license. Peddler's yeah. license. But yeah. you got a guy going around who wants to clean windows or mow lawns, and they can get called. They can call the cops on him, and he's going to get charged for peddling without a permit. You now, know? Look, for our Christian listeners, look, we have no qualms with Christians. We not at we, all. That's not the point. The point is, anyone that takes their belief system and thinks it's got more merit uh, than anyone else's. And I don't care how ridiculous the other people sound to you. You probably sound equally ridiculous to them. We all have a right to be equally ridiculous. Yes, we do. It's none of your business. Stay in your lane. And I, you know, Tay and I both will be the first to fight right alongside every Christian to be ensure that you practice exactly how you want to practice so long as it doesn't interfere with someone else. And And this is the problem. This is the problem because you don't see pagans going door to door. Hi, would you like to speak to Loki, our Lord and Savior? And we don't get advertised on the news constantly for every benefit that we hold. We don't do that. And and we don't get those perks. So there's a little bit of frustration, you know, because everywhere we look, there's in God we trust in the courtroom. There's in God we trust on the police cars. When you go to court, they want you to swear on their holy book. 
I never do. I always affirm on my honor. I'm. You want to know the too. truth? Then this is what it is. And I get some strange looks, but hey, that's the way it is. Yeah. I can't be fake. No. You know. Oh well, I'll just swear on the Bible. I don't do that. No, I'm and, not gonna. I'm not gonna insult my gods and my ancestors. That and, way. and if you were a true follower of Christ, you wouldn't want me to anyway. No. Right. But need that. So we're being honest. You know, I as. It's very frustrating to constantly have to justify yourself when we predate, our practices predate Christianity, Judaism, Muslim faith by thousands of years. Yes. You, you guys are the newcomers. Yeah. You're but you have a much better marketing team. Yeah. We didn't think we'd need one because yeah. we weren't in anybody else's business. Yeah. Much better marketing team. <laughs> yeah. So... Uh, yeah, so that, that just goes to show you, you know, <laughs> but you know, we're talking about the things that, that, that happen now under that fortune telling law. So let's look at meteorology. Yeah. That's weather prediction. Those are transactions paid for by commercial yes. advertisers. They're receiving money for their meteorological prediction. And let's talk about people who do farm <laughs> futures, like projections for hog futures or wheat or soybean for the next year. Political polls. Yes. Speeches. Horse racing. <laughs> speeches about the future. Horse racing. Yeah. yeah. These are all fortune telling yes. for a fee. Yes. There is a transaction involved in every one of them. And nowhere does it say for entertainment purposes only. Yeah. So is, show me the church that has for entertainment purposes only on the front sign by the anywhere, the sign by the road, in the building, at the pulpit, for entertainment purposes only. You never see that. No, and they're supposed to maintain separation of church and state. You know, but, but we as pagans practicing our practice, our spiritual practice, somehow are required to put this disclaimer because there were fraudulent people taking advantage. I've never heard of a preacher taking advantage of poor people for money before. <laughs> right? Is that something? Yeah. I've never heard of that. No kidding, right? And how about all Does that the happen? dead babies in the Catholic in the Catholic schoolyards yeah. from the Native Americans where they were actually ripped and torn from their families? How about that? So taking I guess advantage. with this rant, I guess guys, the point being is what Tay touched on earlier. Don't get all off the handle. We need a lawyer up. And use this. And go after them. Thank you for the gift, Chad. You know, uh, I mean, Chad's badge needs to be a fixture in the Serpent's Key wall somewhere. Yes. Uh, it's, it's you, you are stepping outside of the letter of your office. You are doing your own personal policing. He even said, I did my own personal time. Yeah, we know it's your personal it's time. It's his crusade, y'all. You know, yeah. that's not what your mm-hmm. position is for. No. Your position is to keep all of the citizens of your jurisdiction safe. He also said he went alone, but in the picture, it's curious. I saw another guy with him. Yeah, there was two. Dressed exactly the same way. Yep. Kind of interesting. And so, I mean, it kind of puts everybody on edge, right? So our readers are on edge. Everybody's on edge. Like, oh, I don't want to break the law. You know, the law, some laws are just absolute bullshit, and they will not stand in a court of law. Yeah. you can't stand by that and and yet predict the weather two weeks from now for fortune. Yeah. It's fortune telling. 
Yeah, well, <laughs> so is meteorology. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. And they never get it right. <laughs> That's what when I'm talking they, about. Yeah. When it, they do, it, we celebrate. Your stock predictions, your political predictions, your speeches that you're having, uh, pr- predicting future technology, and you're charging a mission at the door. Fortune telling. Yes. You're taking a fee for it. And I want I want every one of those archaic laws read off to Chad in court. Yes. Did you did you enforce this law? Yeah. Did you enforce that law? Did you go to any other metaphysical store and do your advisory visit? Do you go to carnivals and do that when they're no. having festivities and somebody's doing readings? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, no. it's just it's just absolutely ludicrous. And see the thing here that you guys need to remember. Um, is when you see things going on like this and they're allowing a certain religion to get away with it and, and, and kind of persecuting others like they seem to be doing us right now. I'm not, I don't say seem to be. They are trying to persecute us in some cases. Um, not all cops. We have some very nice ones in South Abington Township who are extremely oh my God. professional. Freaking amazing. Um, and they're, they're invited anytime they want to come by and have a cup of tea and hang out. That's if, fine. If you saw these guys during the past flood and the way that – not just the police, but the fire, the EMS, the citizens all coming together to help people that were in dire, dire danger. And they were so calm and so in control and, and no egos at all. It, it was just of service. And that is what a police department, fire department, EMS department is supposed to look like. It's not supposed to be, I'm going to go pick on this young person because I think I can get away with it. You need to report these things, though, when you see them. You need to report it when you see that they're using law enforcement as their strong arm in churches or when they're politicizing uh, and politicking from their churches and putting it on their signs like a certain preacher down in Tennessee who's a avid book burner does. You need to, yeah, because that's adult. You need to download Form 13909 IRS um, and report them. Oh, it's yeah. 13909IRS. That's and the form number. That's not just for churches, that's for any nonprofit, any nonprofit that is that is politicizing themselves or or doing things outside of their scope. We're not allowed to people. We're <clears throat> no. not allowed to. It's a violation. I think it's just frustrating, you know, and we are frustrated. You know, when the South Abington officer came in uh this past week, uh, he walked through the door and my shields up like well, yes. all right i was ready for a fight no yeah. not here buddy you know, no he was actually you could not have been more professional more polite more decent than he was and it was about a completely unrelated matter and it, they just were seeing if we we had uh camera coverage or something it you know absolutely will help out any way we can you know and that's that's what police work looks like it does you know they're amazing you're supposed to be supporters of the community the constable. And, and I'm speaking as someone who used to do the job. Yes. This is what you're supposed to be. That schoolyard bully that we see on the news all the time, the person that got picked last in kickball or whatever the hell his childish bullshit psychosis is, does not need to be a police officer. No, absolutely. You know, we, we need, honestly, I, I the, the, the pun- punishments for bad behavior are not severe enough. You know, you you have a bad cop, he gets fired from one department, and he'll get hired on at another department. It might be another state, but he gets hired on another department. They need to have a national registry 
where their police credentials are removed and they cannot be issued by any other state in the union. Yes. And not even a security guard because it's a position of trust. The community trusts you to be looking out for everyone, not just the people you like or the not looking the other way when it's the people you don't personally like. Yeah. That's that's not how this goes. And then to live by the same laws we do and not have protections. Yeah. Um against that prosecution. That's and, that's kind of heinous that you can you can lose your temper on the job and beat somebody to death, but you're protected. Uh, qualified because, immunity. Because you have qualified immunity as a police officer. Yeah. That needs to go away. I'm sorry, guys, but and and honestly for the guys who are listening it's going, What the hell? Your training needs to be better, as does your pay. Yeah, and then you'll have more impetus to do the right thing. Oh, they absolutely need because more they're pay. not paid enough, and that yeah. makes them look for other ways to take out their frustration. Yeah, you know, or to make money because it's an incredibly hard job. <clears throat> it is. It is. It is. And it's terrifying. It wears on your psyche. You see the people at their absolute worst every day. Every day is an adventure in misery. You know, people are having the worst day of their lives, and you're there. Right, I get it. It's hard, and it wears on you, and it it breaks up marriages, it breaks up friendships. It's it's hard, and it's debilitating, and it it has a tendency to turn into a us and them. Yes, you know, it does. Where that blue line thing comes in, right? Yeah. So if you're not cop family, then you're not trusted. Yeah, you're not. And, and that, I understand it. I understand the insular nature of the tra- the tribalism of that. I really do. But the pr- problem is that tribalism goes too far. It does. And that's what's happened inside Christianity. And I want my Christian friends to hear this and understand that I love you. And I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about Seven Mountains Dominionism. That's what John and I are talking about here tonight. Yeah. They have overrode everything. They've taken over every branch of government. They've taken over every branch of inter- of the entertainment industry, of media. And now they've got the Supreme court and they have turned into the american taliban and this this whole in god we trust thing started in 1956 with president eisenhower and it was because of the red scare you know the communism they were so terrified of so they thought they took e pluribus unum out of many one off of our currency and put in god we trust now you see that in every police department and sheriff's department across the country and to me when you think about that you think about how terrifying that is, and you think about um, the things that have happened in the country, in the courts recently, with women's rights being removed for the few. We're talking about, uh, literally, if you take them and put them all in a building, a, a little drop of the populace from the entire country agreed with these laws. Mostly either fundamentalist, Seven Mountains Dominionist, or Catholic are the ones that agreed with these laws against women and against bodily autonomy. And what we're dealing with now with the LGBTQIA, you know, tactics against those folks, you know, we're next, people. Listen, you can see it. Look Look at what's right before you statistically, and what has happened. And every marginalized community is next for these people. And they're vile, and they're evil, and they started in 1981. They're a relatively young movement, and they've wielded so much power because they are the 1% as well. This is why it's so important um, for everyone to stand together. Yes. You know, with, Stop with, being jealous whatever, and hateful. Whatever tradition you're in, yeah. whatever, whatever store you go to, whatever... Whatever, 
You yes. know, people need to band together and look out for each other because this group of people doesn't think like us. It's their way or the highway. Whereas we can accept one someone who is different than us, who has um, a sexual orientation that is different than us. We accept that, right? We Bang accept you for who you are. Love who you love. That yeah. It's very simple. But there are people out there that don't. And they're becoming dangerous. They're radicalized, literally. You know? And so we need to look out for everyone. Everyone. Um, and, and that goes for Christians. That goes for Abrahamic followers, too. Because the vast majority of them are really good people. And they're not trying to hurt anyone. They just no. want to practice how they want to practice. And they should, so uh-huh. long as you're not hurting anyone else. I had a customer in yesterday that's a Christian, and he is the sweetest oh human God. being. I mean, he's into the metaphysical side of it. Well, that's yeah. because he understands, you know, that in the Bible it said the breastplate of Aaron was covered in gemstones and crystals. And they cured themselves with herbs, and those herbs are mentioned in the Bible. They, mis- they mention hyssop and Solomon's seal and things like that. So he understands all those things, and he's very open and receptive and extremely loving. And I get that, you know, especially if you're brand new, right? So coming from a Christian family myself, I I know what it feels like to be ostracized or spoken, you know, ill of, or they, they are trying to save you because they have this misguided notion that your spirituality is up to them. It's arrogant. And and it makes you angry and it makes you hate Christians. And I get it. I did too for a long time. But as I've grown older, most of them just want what's best for you. That doesn't mean you have to give up your beliefs. Absolutely not. But it does mean that you need to have a good conversation with them. And look, this is not some fad that I'm in. You don't need to be worried about me in a cult. You know, we can say the same thing about you from yes. the outside. You, sure feel you know, that way. it's cult like behavior. So um, this is my path. This is what means something to me. And I still love you. And I hope you love me. And sometimes that resolves and sometimes it doesn't. And you sometimes know? distance makes the heart grow fonder. You know, I haven't <laughs> talked to several members of family for generations because, well, they just can't accept. And that's fine. Same distance mm-hmm. <laughs> bye yeah you know but you have to give them the opportunity and you have to be open to the opportunity of them you know getting over their their misguided notions of what it is you believe it's kind of like again that reporter that walked in and <laughs> thought it was going to be <laughs> harry potter and he was rather disappointed no we kind of follow uh, an agrarian cycle yes oh well that's boring yeah, yeah. all Isn't of our it? holidays or harvest festivals you know, or planting it's only festivals. the cycle yeah. of the earth <laughs> yeah yeah So, guys, yeah, this is one of those rare opportunities that we have to see how much we have to lose and realize that they want to divide us. And anything they can do to divide us, they're going to do. So we need to come together on this, and we need to decide that we're going to stop going at each other like teenage bullies on a schoolyard and being so freaking frivolous with the way that we think about each other and talk about each other and trying to compete yeah don't do that yeah that's what they want come together stand together as a united front 
And we will, I kid you not, be the largest political force in this world. Oh, we are. That's why they're afraid. That's why they want to ban TikTok. That's why they want to institute all these laws, because that way is dying. It's in its death throes, and it needs to. It needs to die. Yes, it does. And everyone has their heart set on the new generation, Gen Z, Gen Alpha, to you know, be the F around and find out, right? Well, and they are, but the older pagans, we need to not be sitting on our laurels either. And we need to be supportive, right? We need to be there and in however fashion that is most useful to bringing people together. Absolutely. Because that shop owner in Hanover, if she was, she learned very quickly that she was not all alone. At least uh, she sold out. I know she had tons and tons of people that supported her, and I'm so, so thrilled to see that. And, you know, but that's the difference. And you saw that he kind of slowed his roll. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe I kicked a hornet's nest. You think, yeah, Chad? You could hear the desperation in his email. You really could. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you get a few phone calls to your boss. You know. Hey, I, Chad. I, you know. And I love. I love this for him. I do too. Bless you know? his heart. And you don't have to be the enemy, Chad. You can. You can realize what you did was wrong, and knock it the fuck off. Lay down the sword against one another, people, and come together. Yeah. Come together to save us all. Come on. You can do this. I'm not shitting in a golden toilet. Me either. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> well, I got to wiggle the handle. The thing don't yeah. work right. I don't want to cling that damn thing anymore. <laughs> Jeez. Can you imagine? But these people, I mean, oh my God. <laughs> oh. I felt so, my heart just goes out to her, you know, and she handled it perfectly. She, she handled it so well. Smile on her face, skipping her step. Like, Okay. But she hung the signs to protect herself, and none of us should have to do that. No, and none I mean, of us even should have pi- to do even that. picky weeds. We have those disclaimers. We do, right? And it's disgusting. And and we have to do it, but other religions don't because yeah. somehow they're more valid. Yeah, and which is ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's really disgusting. <laughs> you know, but we're we're only going to gain that status if we all stand together. Yes, um, we're a lot stronger together. We're a much bigger force than they know. And you want to stop the seven mountains and turn it into seven hills or bottles. This is how we do it. Yes. And we have to stand up for people. Stand up for our marginalized communities. You, you know, in any way, shape, or fashion that you can. Yeah, but especially for each other. Stop throwing shade and curses and hexes. <laughs> yeah. And start building relationships. And a bigger, stronger tribe. Divide and conquer is the oldest story in the book, the oh, oldest God. strategy in the book. That's what they do. And we never learn. You know, and so there'll be, you know, I saw, I saw a meme the other day. It was a rich guy. I had a whole plate of cookies. And it was a poor guy that had, well, just like a, like us, right? Middle class guy with a <laughs> with a, one cookie. And, and the rich guy was pointing at the, the third guy who didn't have anything. He's, hey, better watch out. He wants your cookie. Oh, my God. That, that's, disgusting bag. that's that's it in a nutshell <laughs> it is and they pit us against each other in any way shape or fashion and yes. we, we really can't allow that to happen anymore it we was, need to stand together it was like that one song that was going around that guy saying that was really great until you got to the middle of the song and he was talking about you know the person living on welfare that was fat yeah 
And I was like, dude, oh, yeah, yeah. that's a marginalized community, you idiot. You almost had it. You almost had it. Like the guy with the fishing pole and the dollar on it. And he's and waving the insurance commercial. The girl's head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you almost had it. I almost had it. Yeah. You fell on your sword there, brother. Yeah. yeah. And you betrayed an ideology, which was implanted. Yeah. You know, for a reason. For you, yeah. to, for you to turn on your brother, sister, to turn on your fellow person. Absolutely. You know, and we can't allow that to happen. We, I, we've got to knock that shit off. Don't fall for their bait. I swear we're one big false flag in this country. <laughs> <laughs> time and time and time and time again, there's always something like, let's distract them with aliens. <laughs> so this this was just kind of a, a quick episode. It's We put it in between our, our scheduled release. That's why it's 5.5. Um, it, I think it just bothered us so much uh, to see that going on. Uh, yeah. still in 2023 and if you've listened to our episode you know that we've we've had our share of dealing with that kind of thing ourselves personally and time and uh, time again just kind of wanted to throw in the the picky weeds two cents that you know and how much we support <coughs> Excuse um, me. the serpent's key in hanover and and uh, how much we support the community banding together so that this doesn't happen anymore yes i urge you to contact the aclu for any instances involving religious discrimination and that's any religious discrimination everyone in this country has the right to believe however they believe or to not believe at all it is your right Absolutely. first amendment right and no one no one, including the government, has the right to tell you that you have to put for entertainment purposes only on it. Exactly. I couldn't have said it better. So. Stand wanna, together, children. We're going to wrap this one up just a little bit early. And uh, the next new episode will be coming out uh, next Monday. And that is our first interview episode. So that should be Ooh. exciting. Love us all, guys. Love y'all. Have a great night. So we hope you enjoyed this episode of In the Weeds, and we hope you didn't have to pick too much pucker brush off your cloak after visiting with us here. If you liked the episode, please follow, subscribe, and share. And if you're really kind, leave a positive review. Be sure to tune in next week as we publish a new episode weekly. If you're in the area, stop by the store and see us. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day.